with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Of course, the Oilers are riding high right now, uh, seven and one. They're they've tied their best start ever. And when you think about uh, some of the teams that they've had over the years, I mean, we haven't had always had great teams in the last number of years, but boy, we <laughs> we did have some great teams when I was a kid. And the fact so we that keep uh, hearing. the fact that we we're seven and one is uh, is uh, pretty impressive. And the the funny thing is that Calgary is also seven and one. I think. Hey, we oh, beat them though. No. The only team that uh, yeah they lost to was us. But uh, this could be a lot of fun. Edmonton and Calgary going down to the wire, like uh, you know. Well, lunch. we're going to be in first. They'll somehow end up in last. You think? I think so. That's your prediction. Well, we hope so. Yeah, not the way they're playing now, but we'll see. Anyway, um, speaking of uh, sports, we also have uh, the World Series happening, and uh, it's Game 6 tonight in Houston, Texas, taking on the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves had a chance to win it at home, and they didn't. And uh, you go, okay, why does this matter to me if I don't really care about baseball? You know what? Atlanta has, like, a huge amount of of fans from the country music world. And I was uh, there all at the game. Thomas Rhett was at the game. Really? Jason Naldean was at the game. Um, just a, just a, a ton of them were at who's the game. Who's who? Yeah, the who's who was there. And uh, you ready for a list of uh, country artists that are from Georgia, Atlanta, Lake Georgia area? Okay. Talk it to me. Rhett Akins, which is Thomas Rhett's dad. Sure. Lauren Elena, Jason Aldean, Billy Currington, Colt Ford, Jeff Foxworthy. I mean, he's a stretch. But Here's he, your sad. Well, that's uh, not him. Uh, Brantley Gilbert. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, you're redneck. Redneck, my bad. Right, that's all right. Brantley Gilbert, Tyler Hubbard, of course, from Florida, yeah. Georgia line. That makes sense. Uh, Sam Hunt, Alan Jackson, Patty Loveless, Kip Moore, Jennifer Nettles uh, from Sugarland, Thomas Rhett, uh, of course, just like Dad, Cole Swindell, Travis Tritt, Trisha Yearwood, and Zach Brown, who sang the anthem the other night. That's a lot. What is in the water? Well, they just <laughs> south. Country music is part of the, <laughs> the whole water. lifestyle. Oh, I need some of that. <laughs> that is amazing. It's a Coca-Cola from Atlanta. Just makes people want to make country music. It does. So there you go. So Get me a bottle. They'll all be cheering. I mean, Houston, uh, Texas would have, uh, you know what, I should have Googled, but I, I don't think there, there's a lot of uh, country music artists from Texas. I don't know about that many from the Houston area. I should have maybe Googled that, but not as many. You won't see them probably, the country music stars at the game like like that so there you go there'll be a lot cheering for the braves tonight for that reason this is the kissing country chris jack and matt podcast uh jack uh, i'm sorry i just uh, this sort of stuff is just so funny she's going to <laughs> comes. teach her interviews this uh this uh, i guess this morning um, tomorrow Oh, it's, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow at ten forty-five. Oh. I have a Zoom meeting with Kennedy's teacher. Okay, I thought it was today. Okay, but so you've got a little more time to worry about this because yes. I mean, in kindergarten, uh, this could be a big one, right? Well, this is where it starts. Yeah, and like they are seeing our kids when they are first in school. They have no training beforehand for school, yeah. and we have homework as parents. The teacher was like, "Can you please ask your child?" what they are liking about kindergarten so far and what they would like to learn. Like, what? <laughs> I, I haven't asked Kennedy yet. We're going to cram for this. <laughs> Not a real hard question. <laughs> okay, you try asking your kid that. Hey, you know what they do... say? I don't know. <laughs> well, then you just keep prying. Matt asked if uh, I went to interviews when my kids were going through school. I don't think I... I'm, everyone I could go to, I went to. Um, it, but it was funny because when we started going to them and uh, the kids would come along with you, that right. never happened when I was a kid. And I said, if I would have had to go to the interviews with my parents and s- sit in front of those teachers and let them talk about how bad I was, you know, 
I would have changed. Like it would have been the best thing for me probably as a kid. We came, but we got asked to leave the room at a, a certain point. Oh, you did? Yeah. They were like, okay, Jacqueline, you can leave the classroom. Now. I went to every single one up to high school. My mom started to stop going. Yeah. But I sat next to my mom as my parent, the teacher said, <laughs> like a broken record, if he only applied himself. <laughs> like, honestly, that's so like. So much potential. You, you think it would have changed you, Chris? It didn't change me. And we're a lot alike. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I just, because I, I remember when they were gone for the interview, I would just be like holding my breath until they got back. There's a lot of bad moments the- you can have in a car with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and the, oh. the going home from the parent teacher was worse than any sporting event ever. A silent ride home. Oh, so she, mom's like, did you hear what your teachers had to say? Yeah. <laughs> she, yes, I did, mom. Are you going to change? <laughs> yes, mom. Next year, <laughs> my clockwork. If he only applied himself, we must have had the same teachers, Matt. <laughs> I think so. Couldn't have been us. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, it's uh, one of the most fun times of the morning. It's quick draw time as we say good morning to Kathy and Justin. How are you guys doing this morning? Great. Doing good. Okay, awesome. All right, let's play the game. You guys know how this works. It's a best of five. The first one to three is qualified for that trip to San Diego with Swoop. It's a little chillier this morning, and uh, San Diego has got the most, uh, I love telling this story, but the sunniest, most consistent temperature in all of North America. It's a place you want to go. Isn't that right, guys? Yeah. Apparently, yes. Who wouldn't want to? No, exactly. So blurt out your answers really loud, okay? Sometimes it's not the one that says it the first. It's the one that says it the loudest. So uh, (laughs) keep that in mind. You ready to go? Ready. Here we go. Something you microwave that starts with an S. Salmon. Ooh, Kathy, people are going to hate you in the office, but you are right. Yeah, Yeah, don't microwave salmon. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Though you can microwave it. You can, but yes. All right, here we go. Question number two. Something you lick that starts with a P. Popsicle. Woo. This girl came to win. All right, salmon and popsicles. (laughs) Justin, are you with us? I'm here, but... I know, you're here, but barely. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, bud. Three straight, you can do it. Okay, we've seen it before. An ice cream flavor that starts with an N. Nutmeg. Neapolitan. Nutmeg ice cream. It's very Christmassy. Hold on. Look, we're Googling it because I don't know about nutmeg ice cream. They make every kind of ice cream, I think. If it's in a can, let's me see here. All right. Yeah, it's a thing. I'm sorry, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's even Kathy's job. Don't give it away. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I mean, it is. Of course it is. All right, Justin. Well, you know what? It wasn't going to happen today, no matter what. She's about. Uh, she's on a roll like the Oilers is what she's on. Uh, uh, congratulations, Kathy. Correctly. Good luck with the draw. And Justin, thanks for being a good sport and uh, you know just kind of being here to get beat on. Yeah, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Jack's got little parent-teacher interviews tomorrow. I don't. I don't mean to laugh, but the kindergarten thing. The the thing that makes me laugh is Jack's so nervous. I'm so nervous. It's like a report card for you as a parent. Yeah, isn't it? No. No, I think you're fine. Yeah, you've you've done a exemplary job. I, mean, I just hope that your little Kennedy, we've already established that she's got these strange <laughs> trends to like I hope she's not in the corner doing some kind of seance or chanting or something. Like that would be the thing that would concern me about your daughter. I mean honestly, sometimes she pretends she's a dog and she tells me <laughs> Oh, yeah, nobody wanted to play puppies today, so I just played puppies by myself. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Nature versus nurture. Sometimes your kid's just going to be messed up, Jack. <laughs> like The people pleaser in me, the crowd pleaser is like, 
maybe you should play cats. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about talking to another child instead of barking? Stop licking but the floor, I, I Kennedy. I'm trying to be supportive in her own unique ways, but it is killing me right. because I want her to fit in. <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to give her a complex. Maybe you should no, put a pair I'm of t-shirts. Trying. I get it all out on the radio. She doesn't listen yet. <laughs> Good. And I don't think it, I don't think, again, you're not going to, you're not going to change that kid. She's just, she's, oh, no. She's her own person, so it'll be fine. But anyway, people are talking about their interview stories. Yes, when my daughter was in grade nine, I went to her parent-teacher interview, and her teacher went on how she needs to buckle down. And then he said, or she will amount to be a blue-collar worker. Well, I stood up, looked at him, and said, I am a blue-collar worker, and I make half your salary last month. (laughs) Then took my daughter home and started teaching her to weld pipeline. That was it, huh? What a power move. Well, I mean, you could probably wait till she's in grade 11, 12 for the pipeline welding. <laughs> she can hit the books a little bit. Not to, hey, I don't want to disparage any tradesmen because they keep the world going. Absolutely. That's true. Daryl says, good morning, guys. Try having a mom as a teacher and having her come home from a parent-teacher interview. Oh, no. I can tell you, my teacher felt very small after she discovered she was not talking about me. Thankfully, I was never invited to go. <laughs> It'd be so weird not going. You, you, that must be a nervous time when your parents are a pe- oh, it was. teacher Trust and you're me. sitting at home. It Ooh. was. Yeah. It was. I was usually like packing my bag and getting ready. To- <laughs> Chris has got a stick and bindle about that, to hit the road. That was the closest I ever got to running away from home for sure. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kissa, good morning. How you doing today? Good, how are you? Not too bad. My bank account and myself owe Chris Sheets a great big thank you. Why? Whoa. Well, because I uh, had a delivery out to Kelmar last night, and because of him always talking about gas being cheaper in Kelmar, my fuel light came on just north of Devon. I saw 141. I'm like, wait a second, isn't Kelmar cheaper on gas? Isn't that where I'm going? And uh, so I kept going, and sure enough, 128. There it was, Kalmar. That's a big difference. God bless Kalmar. God, yeah, yeah. Cars cost less than Wetaskiwin, and gas costs less than Kalmar. Uh, What's Devin God ever for done for anybody? <laughs> hey, I like Devin, too. <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> Florida pizza. Doesn't Chris live in Devin? Well, Close by. Well, not anymore. <laughs> He's been banned. You're out. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. By dirt, there is Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan. What a great tune. Kissin' in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 8.06. Fortunately, no snow on the dirt yet. That's what I say anyway. That's a good thing. They're not expecting snow. Maybe we might get some maybe next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. We don't need any of that talk. <laughs> I just, I'm starting now to just uh, mention uh, putting their winter tires onto my kids just to bug them now. Like it's become now my thing. You know, it's like, yeah, dad, yeah, dad, yeah, dad. Now? You've been <laughs> talking about this for a month. I know, but I'm really yeah, dad. doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of tires, tires are on cars, and we say good morning uh, to uh, our buddy Lars, actually. Good day. Comedian to the stars, Lars, how are you? Oh. More importantly, how are you? Uh, we're doing great. Yeah. You survived Halloween? Uh, yeah, it was a nine-hour drive home from Wolseley, Saskatchewan. What, oh, my. What did you drive? Uh, well, a Volkswagen Jetta. Yeah? Yeah, tell us about your Jetta. <laughs> uh, well, as a comedian in Canada, you need a car that's going to get you from point A to point B with reliability, so... 2009, I bought myself a new Jetta and made nine-hour drives for the next 11 years, and now, 
and now we're at about three quarters of a million kilometers. So how many kilometers what? exactly? 722,000. Um, I think we're almost at 723,000. Wow. Same engine. Same engine. Yeah. Not That's a same, lot of kilometers. Not the same tires. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Very that, true. That's impressive. Hey? Now, have you heard from Volkswagen? Are they going to pony up and get you a new ride just because you're a poster boy for reliability? Or at least put you in a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Last week we uh, we did some filming in Calgary, so there's a the thing that they do to honor some of their customers and show appreciation for them. So it's called Volksgiving, and last Wednesday in Calgary we filmed some of that. So it's uh, really unexpected. I mean, it's it's just nice to have a reliable car and. You know, anything, anything other than that is just a cherry on top. That's when you're really hoping it's reliable. Can you imagine if it just sputtered out? <laughs> on the way to Calgary? <laughs> not now, not today! <laughs> so what do you get from folks giving? Yeah. Well, everybody gets something different. I, what they do is they reach out to your friends and family and ask who would be the ideal. What, what could we get them? And so each year they, they okay. do something for about, I, I think, you know, 10 or 12 different okay. customers. So they are sending me to New York, an all-expense-paid trip. New York's my favorite place in the world, so they're sending me to New York. Um, All-expense-paid trip for two to, to New York They City. should have made you drive your car there. Yeah. <laughs> I, at the end of it, they said, how do you feel? I said, I'm going to sell the plane tickets and drive there. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We just finished talking to Lars about his car, and uh, that's crazy. Uh, 700 and whatever thousand kilometers on that Jetta. And uh, we're wondering, uh, can you top it? Can you beat it? Or did you want to tell us a story about how many K you got on your car? Yes. Jetta as well. I bought a brand new VW Jetta in 2006. Love it. A great vehicle. No block heater. They said I wouldn't need it, and I haven't. So before you guys became uh, spokespersons for your particular dealerships, yes, must be you. nice, must thank be you. real nice. How uh, you. you put some miles on your vehicles, hey? Thank you. Yes, Matt. There was a time uh, before all of this. There really was, and Matt. Oh, I know. I Matt know. doesn't believe it, but I oh, tell I believe him. It. I tell him all the no, time. You don't. There was a time uh, again. Chris and- biked to work. <laughs> <laughs> Hitchhiked most days, <laughs> and then my my parents felt uh, bad for me, so they gave me. We called it the low rider. It was the Buick Regal. It was about a 1991, I think. And uh, uh, by the time we finished with it, I think it had close to 500,000 K. That's that, impressive. Under that. That right? is amazing. Yeah, under that. And it was a low rider. The back end just uh, basically Say-go-go. touched the ground for the, for the most <laughs> Speed part. Bumps. Go, go. And, and that uh, that car was, uh, was a godsend for us. And uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it filled the need that we had at that point. Yes, Jack. I think, well, my first car was a Plymouth Acclaim. I don't remember how many kilometers it had on it because I don't want to remember ever having that car. <laughs> you so embarrassed. At least you got from point A to point B. Lots of people out to walk. Yeah. Yes, this is true, Matt. Uh-huh. Uh, but Bob's truck has quite a few on it now. He's got a Dodge Ram, I think. It's from like 2005. It's old. It's an old diesel, and I'm sure it's got over 400,000. And those diesels, those those Dodge diesels, they can run forever. And like, like six, seven times a year, we hear about Jack having to stop in some strange place while Bob fixes it. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of fixing going <laughs> well, on. Normally, the, 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 everything around the engine and transmission in those trucks goes. Like, it's just, they, they just wear out, right? Yeah. So you got to keep fixing that stuff. a lot stuff. of wheel work. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of wheel it's work. A, a, more, a less expensive than the engine. Yeah. True.
But the engines are heavy, and I think it causes wheel problems. Yes, but... that is exactly it. Oh. So, so I hear Bob talking about Jack's that. got <laughs> wheel problems. <laughs> All right, what about you? How many K do you got on your vehicle, or one of them that you've driven in your life? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're talking high mileage vehicles this morning, and tons of stories coming in. I have a two thousand Chevy Silverado. 545,000 kilometers as of this morning. It's a 120-kilometer round trip to work every day. That'll add up. Have you tried moving closer to work? (laughs) (laughs) This text says, hey, I've got a smart car. It's got 335,000 kilometers on it. That's the wildest one we've got, I think. That little car that could. Yeah. Do you, can you? Do they even go the speed limit? Like, holy. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Alberta line. That thing even go 120? I shouldn't say that. They do that. Because I had a friend who had one. He took me for a ride. And he got her up to 70 miles an hour. So, yeah. <laughs> I bet. Is it loud in there when it's going that fast? Yeah. Like, yeah. like a hummingbird? I that I don't remember. The I just, thing that freaks me out is when you turn around, it's like, there's your back window. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. All right. Tell us your story. You got one more? Yeah. Right. Eric texted and says, I still drive my grandpa's old 95 Nissan pickup. I would tell you what the mileage is, but the odometer is actually broken. Everything else still works. All right. Do you remember those ones where you'd sit sideways in the back? Oh, what truck did that? Like the station wagons? No, no, no. There was a pickup truck where you literally sat sideways. Well, we had a little Ford Ranger. That's uh, it, the Ranger. The Ford Ranger and the, the the seats were sideways. Yeah, there was no room for him to sit the other way. They had to sit sideways for sure. We called that the Tick Tick Truck because that's all it did was go Tick 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 Tick. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Waste those uh, you know those those kilometers that you can put on your old vehicle. For example, Jack. Well, we got a text at 103939. I have a 1984 Volkswagen Rabbit with 682,000 kilometers on it and it still gets 800 kilometers to a tank and it only cost me 40 bucks to fill. I feel like this is an urban urban legend. <laughs> Yeah, all those people in SUVs take 70 bucks to fill that tank, and it goes three kilometers. On a good day. <laughs> yes, Terry. I had four Volkswagens, and I put over 400000 on each one of them in four years each. Wow. Well, that's the thing with Lars. Like, Lars said that uh, there might be people that have 700 and whatever thousand kilometers in their vehicle, but not in 11 years. What? Where are you driving that you put so many K on? Nova Scotia. Okay. I was driving, like, from one end of the province to the other, uh, sales rep, and uh, Mr. Fix-It. Okay, wow. So I put over 100,000 kilometers on in a year. That is a lot. You spent a lot of time in your vehicle. Holy. Yeah. Thanks, Terry. Hi, kiss it. Yeah, you're talking about mileage on trucks? Yeah. My wife drives a 2000 GMC Sierra 1500, almost 500,000 kilometers on it. (laughs) Wow, and how much work have you had to do? Uh, lots of oil. <laughs> lots of oil? <laughs> You're supposed to change that? Oh, yeah, work. okay. Yeah. The gas gauge doesn't work, so she puts in like 10 or 15 bucks every couple days. I'm in the midst of getting her another vehicle. I should have it by the end of the week for All her. Right. And when you say oil, you probably don't have to do oil changes. You just keep adding oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, the brother. engine light stays on. Yeah. No matter what you do to it. Yeah. Hey, one of these days it'll burn out. <laughs> it's like a genie lamp. <laughs> I'm going to burn it out when I get her the other vehicle. Marketing a field. Let her go. It's good luck. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about vehicles with a lot of kilometers on them. Lars uh, had the uh, Volkswagen, uh, right? The Volkswagen Jetta. Yes. And uh, 
almost 800,000 clicks and uh, they're doing something special for me. I actually got a trip from Volkswagen to go to New York City because uh, they're just kind of uh, awarding some of their longest customers, so to speak. And we're looking for your stories this morning. And we are hearing stories around the million mark. This text says a 2015 GMC Yukon, 415,000 kilometers. One customer has a 2013 Ram diesel. 999,999 miles. The speedometer will not turn over to a million. Okay. But then on the other side, this text says, my 94 Peterbilt has 3.4 million miles on it. Truck still works daily and has never let me down. Absolutely incredible. And How these do people. You know? <laughs> what do you mean? How do you know 3.4 million? It must have. Uh... It's got to. Yeah, they do, I think. Roll I think over, then roll over, do. then roll over, then roll over. It's, yeah. th- th- it just makes me think about how well people take care of their vehicles. And I had a Buick Century at about 250,000 kilometers, and that thing was holding on to dear life. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, (laughs) every time you started it. (laughs) What was the last vehicle you had? Oh, here's the, you know why Pontiac's out of business? Because they suck. What was that? (laughs) It was a Grand Prix. Yeah. (laughs) Every time I got in it, I felt like we were risking our lives. I don't know why. I liked how it lit up. <laughs> That's the fire. <laughs> you guys are talking about kilometers on vehicles. Yeah. So I own a 2002 Honda Civic, and she's just under four four hundred thousand kilometers. There you go. And she's still purred like a kitten. <laughs> that classic. I'm, I'm going to drive it until I hit a million. You are really. Eh? Does it? What happens when it hits a million? Does it roll over? It changes into a new car. wings and it be like chitty chitty bang bang. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Luke Combs and Cold as You kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's eight forty eight. Uh, yeah, we're uh, giving away those PBR tickets. I'm going to rip it up. <laughs> There's a little Richard for you. Matt hit the other music because Rip, everybody's thinking about Rip. How is Rip doing? We'll find out on Sunday with Yellowstone. But in the meantime, we're going to play a game called Can Jack Rip It? Just makes complete sense. Yeah, of course. Who's this? Daryl. All right, Daryl, you're caller number 10. You get to play Can Jack Rip It? And uh, okay. it's for tickets to the PBR. Mm-hmm. And... And basically, Jack's going to tell you what she's going to rip, and then she's going to try to rip it. And if she rips it, well, if you get it right, you get to go to the PBR, okay? Sweet. All right, what are you ripping, Jack? All right, this morning, straight out of the container, I have got a fresh Lysol wipe. They're stronger than they look, way stronger than Kleenex. They are woven. (laughs) Can you rip it? (laughs) What do you think? No. No? No. All right. <laughs> Jack worked out yesterday, so I she's feeling strong. <laughs> well, or she could have uh, muscle fatigue. Okay, right. are we ready? I'm going to try and do it by the microphone so you can hear if I'm ripping it or not. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I consider that a rip. It's a pathetic kind of corner rip, but right. it ripped. Okay, fine. Let's do it down the middle. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was too easy. Yeah. Really? <laughs> She's got her down to a thousand paces. Well, I'm sorry to say I ripped it. Guess what, Daryl? Yeah, no good. No, we're letting you win. Yeah, you can still oh, win. Oh, sweet. Thank you so much. I this, wanna go. This game's a sham, so don't worry about it. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt Podcast. 
doing a radio program and we're all in separate rooms and we're on FaceTime and we're, we're doing our thing and uh, pushing buttons and making things happen. And so there's not a lot of time to watch TV, but I just looked up a second ago and there's uh, a global TV show. It's called The Morning Show that's on oh, after... Yeah. Uh, you know, after the the morning show on uh, on Global, and they had something that made me go, "Huh, are you ready for this?" Yeah. Apparently, Canadians love Hawaiian pizza, and they love it most in Alberta. Really? Apparently, yes. statistically, Quebec fifty five percent of people love their Hawaiian pizza. Ontario seventy six percent love their Hawaiian pizza. In Saskatchewan and Manitoba, eighty three percent of people love their Hawaiian pizza. How much and is in here? Alberta. Ninety percent. Oh, that's that's huge. like our vaccination rate. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> Couple percentages. I'm a. I, I. I. You know what? If I had to, if there was only one go-to pizza for me, it would be Hawaiian. I, really? I get that completely. Me too. Five thousand percent. Add some hot sauce. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I have no problem with pineapple. Not my like. I'm not ordering it, but I'll yeah. eat it for sure. Yeah. So ninety percent. Wow. Is there how many people out there hate it? Oh, they're oh, coming. They're out there. They're just warming up their phones right now. Because <laughs> there are people that do not believe that pineapple should be on a pizza. Yeah, it's sweet, a whole thing. Sweet and salty go well together. Yeah. Right? And that's, and that's the, the sweet. And the, yeah. and the pineapple. Yeah. So there you go. Way to go, Alberta. Nailed it. I'm proud of us. <laughs> that's about it. That's a great stat. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. It's yeah. something you can take to work with you. Did you know? Anyway, there you go. Who makes the best Hawaiian pizza? Ooh, oh, sometimes Pizza Hut because they have like those weird, it's like tiny, the little tiny shape, hands. The little tiny pieces. <laughs> yes. Don't be a shill for the chains. Yeah. You got to go with like one of the locals. Pink Gorilla or Saps is good. Yeah. Oh, what about late late at night? You've been there. Steel Wheels, Jack. Oh, I think I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Steel Wheels? I don't uh, even know. Are you for real? It's yeah. right no- across from the old armory. Yeah. <laughs> right off of White. Where's I'll the old get, armory? I'll get four slices of bulgogi. Where's White Avenue? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a beer in this town? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, Royal Pizza, people say. Uh, oh, yeah. Royal Pizza is real making good. it great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Florida uh, Florida Pizza and Devon owes us to get a shout out, don't they? And, Try the yeah. pool park from Dr. Alker's. No frills. All right. Texter. <laughs> 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 This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hi, Kissin'. Hey, good morning. Hey. You guys talking about uh, pizzas, ham and pineapple? Mm-hmm. Best gas station pizza for ham and pineapple is Highway 21 Esso. <laughs> you know, that's the first Esso we've got alongside <laughs> the pizza places. <laughs> There's something about a heat lamp, though. I get it. No, it's not in the heat lamp. It's, it's, uh, they make it there, and it's uh, ham and pineapple, and they... Uh, and it's made. It's made right on site, and it's Highway 21 on the way out to the yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know it well. Okay. Yeah. The same guy that dips the the stick into the fuel tanks makes the pizza. <laughs> yeah, and it's, that's what is. That's the secret ingredient. <laughs> it's one of those days when you just don't feel like uh, meat on a stick. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You get a flat version. It smells and like it's, ethanol. It's gourmet. I tell you, it's gourmet. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong. S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.